Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, this is Ro, host of The Queen Pod. We are on a mission to offer you a companion piece to the entire Queen back catalogue track by track. And Queen are letting us play all their music. To find out about how to support us and access some Bijou exclusives, pop along to patreon.com forward slash Queen Pod. So without further ado, let's... Oh, hang on, I seem to be getting some sort of SOS call. Sin, sin, sin. Hello and welcome to Queen Pod. Uh, I am your host, Ro, and it started off so well, but here's comedian Suze Kempner. Oh no, hello. (laughs) Hello, and unfortunately documentarian Simon Lupton. Hello. And sadly, John Robbins, also a wonderful comedian. Hello. Hello. So we are looking at the UK version of Queen Greatest Hits, which is being re-released all over the world. Um, uh, uh, It came out uh, on the 2nd of July this year, and uh, this is a special uh, series of short episodes on each song, uh, track by track, in order, on that album. And we have reached uh, uh, a song called Save Me, which is at the end of Side A of Queen Greatest Hits. It's by Brian May. Uh, it's originally from the album The Game, and it was released as a single uh, on January the 25th, 1980. Um, so, Simon, do you mm. want to give us one of your little one-minute historical rundowns, little background rundowns on Save Me, please? I would be delighted to. When Queen recorded News of the World in 1977, um, they did so without a producer, um, preferring to do it themselves with the assistance of a brilliant engineer, in this instance, Mike Stone. Um, they switched back to working with Roy Thomas Baker um, as producer for the jazz album, but the experience wasn't as effective as it had been on the previous albums. And so when it came to thinking about their next album, the band finally made the decision to go it alone. Um, what they wanted was an experienced engineer stroke co-producer. Um, and so they turned to Reinhold Mack and the Music Land Studios in Munich. Um, this was much more conducive to the atmosphere the band wanted to work in. Mac was a much more experimental um, sort of engineer, whereas Roy Thomas Baker had, you know, was more of a traditionalist with his tried and tested methods. Um, so to start with, rather than commit to an album um, and in a gap before they were due to tour, 
the band just went into the studio and worked on some songs um, just to see how this new environment and relationship with Matt would work out. They hit it off really well. And from these sessions, a few songs did emerge, most noticeably Crazy Little Thing Called Love and Save Me, which then went straight into their live set for the tour, um, which is why those songs were performed live a year before they appeared on an album. Um, After the tour was over, the band returned to Munich and set to work on the game in earnest. Um, And as we know, the setup with Mac worked really well and took them through the next few albums. So that's where we're at right now. What amazes me is it peaked in the UK charts at number 11 uh, in the week beginning 10th of February 1980, which is quite remarkable to me. I'm quite surprised it didn't quite get into that top 10. At number 10 that week, there was um, uh, My Girl by Madness, which I thought, okay, all right, okay, it's a big song. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, You know, Kenny Rogers was at number one at that point, but, um, you know, it is... It is a wonderful song. Suze, what's your relationship with Save Me? Save Me's great because you only need to have one crap teenage breakup and it all makes sense. (laughs) This song completely (laughs) makes sense. Uh, But it also works very well for those little bit later adult breakups too. (laughs) I like how this song has... It's really intelligent songwriting. The verses are like quite restrained almost like um what you'd say to a friend who where you didn't want to show everything and then it pounds into the chorus with balls to the wall truth and you don't see that that much in songs you certainly don't see it in songs by 80s rock bands um so i really like that uh also the, the other thing I love about Save Me is we get to hear in that sort of pre-chorus section, Freddie sings an awful lot lower than we're used to hearing him. Okay. And it's just another side of his voice that it's I find really thrilling to hear because he then goes into the Freddie sound that we know in the chorus. And the contrast is amazing. It is. It goes from delicate to just rock out. It's, it's, it's one of those, mm-hmm. it's just uh, incredible. And I think it also... Uh, what you touched on there is really interesting, which is I think it it's one of those songs where like all Queen fans will know it's a it's one of their massive hits, mm. but I think sort of more um, uh, or sort of less you know, people who are less familiar with Queen will only go oh I know that song when it plays they wouldn't think of it maybe even as a Queen song it's just it's mm. there it's in the ether but it isn't it's not like you know. Everyone knows that We Will Rock You as Queen or Radio Gaga as Queen. Save me yeah. it's under that somehow. Um, but I think that is appropriate for it. It's a beautiful um, song to find. Um, let's listen to a bit. I thought actually, I know you talked about the um, uh, Freddie's vocals at the top, but I thought it might be nice actually just to listen to the back half of the song, which I think is absolutely wonderful.
thank you for that lovely bit of piano Brian May um, yeah mm. I, I, I love uh, John's bass as Freddie comes back in there it's so delicate John you're a massive fan of uh, of Dickie's bass playing in this song aren't you yeah it's one of my favourite Queen songs and has been ever since I was a kid um, it, probably more in the first half of the song um, John's bass playing is really really exceptional and I, I could happily listen to the isolated bass track for this forever mm. um it's there's just those little bits that you the never runs, notice yeah. he's doing where it goes boom 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 he's got these little sort of um i don't know what you call them just little sort of trills little runs going into mm, it at yeah. the start of the song and they really come alive it's a very very simple song and it's probably a few beats per minute slower than most big queen songs um, yeah. but i i think as a as a kid it, perhaps the simplicity of the, the song is what attracted me to it. Um, and it's a more traditional sort of verse, chorus, verse, chorus format. But it's a very vulnerable song. And I, I love that m- mix between the sort of vulnerability of Freddie in the verses and then the sort of the power of the cry for help in the choruses. It's it's really great. But I, I take what you mean in terms of sort of Queen's wider popularity. It's sort of ch- it's a championship level song rather than a premiership level song <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah, yeah absolutely yeah yeah it's a economy plus no but it, it's <laughs> it would be it's a hard song to be in sort of an anthem because you it's not party music it's not sort of ch- chant terraces music it's not sort of really complex um music nerd music it is very straightforward and that's not to say it's not effective. I'd, I'd certainly put it in my top 10 Queen songs, I think. Yeah, yeah. But but it is sort of their more, it's a more traditional sort of ballad type song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ballad type, which is about as close as they get to ballad, mm. isn't it? You know, it's amazing what they do. Um, listen, Simon, mm-hmm. uh, what have you got to say? You got anything to guarantee to blow our minds with on this song? Guaranteed to blow your mind. Well, I think so. Um, oh, well, good. It's, it may not blow your mind, but it's oh. it's it sums it sums why I love Brian and Roger um, so much <laughs> um, is when uh, we brought out Greatest Video Hits one. Um, they very kindly agreed to do an audio commentary uh, to go along with the videos, which meant them sitting together and watching the videos um, and talking about them. And uh, you th- you'd think we'd get really insightful, searing behind the scenes information and insight. Uh, and we did in a lot of cases, but also we just got some, what well, I like to say, lovingly called nonsense, which is brilliant. And so here, here's a bit of that. Oh, wow. And the, oh, this is our first delve into, dive into animation. Isn't yeah, it? that's right. This is a rotoscope um, animation. And um, I've forgotten the guy who actually did it now, but a very talented guy. We filmed the bird. I mean, he was real to start off with, but then he was rotoscoped and mixed in with the drawings. And the whole thing tells a story, and you get the bird transforming, transforming into Freddy, and and Freddy transforming into the bird. Well, there's been a lot of doves in uh, in films, haven't there? Really? It, um, too many. Probably, yeah. There's probably one too many. <laughs> I, I developed a thing about doves. <laughs> what did you develop, Roger? Well, they were just they were in everything at one point. <laughs> no, 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 bloody dove. <laughs> I think this was a fairly early dove. Yeah, this was an, this was an early dove. It's one of the first, yeah. actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I love them. He's been watching a lot of John Woo movies, clearly. Well, I love that you brought up a little clip about the um, the uh, the video. We do talk about the video uh, in season two, episode three, where we do our music video, Queen music video ranking episode, and it's it's very nicely treated there. Do ch- go check that out. So let's say you only own the Queen Greatest Hits album, but you want to bond with all the Queen fans that you're now encountering. This is what you can say to make them go, yeah, yeah, you're the real deal. Yeah, Save Me is not one that people immediately think of, but that song just means a lot to me personally. Then <laughs> <laughs> you can say that, and you, everyone will go, oh, yeah, 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 that's a legit Queen fan. Don't need to know what it means. I think if you're a legit Queen fan, you say it was one of the earliest doves. <laughs> yeah. Just leave it at that. The you're real right. deep Queen knowledge. You're right. So, Save Me ends side A of the UK version of Greatest Hits. And it also closes the studio album, The Game. So when I normally ask, hey, what are you hearing next? Uh, you're probably not really hearing anything. Uh, but... Uh, our dear listener, Paul Clark, has figured out uh, if each track were repl- on the greatest hits were replaced by the song that came after it on the studio albums, you'd have a, an alternative greatest hits album. Would you like to hear the running order of that greatest hits album? Yes. Yes, I would. It is <laughs> God Save the Queen, of course, comes after Bohemian Rhapsody on Night at the Opera. You see, Need Your Loving Tonight, Tenement Funster, Jealousy, If You Can't Beat Them, 39, more of that jazz, and of course, Save Me. Oh, that's a pretty good album. I'd listen to that. But I hear, after this, I hear the start of Play the Game because I've got my album on repeat. Oh, Ah, Tishay. I was hearing Play the Game, but I couldn't work out why. Yeah, because that's the first (laughs) track on the game. Oh, yes. How weird is that? Yeah. I love the so first I hear track in my, is play the game. I hear in my head that sort of... <laughs> yeah. Open up your mind and let me step inside. Yeah. I think I probably hear... Chinka, 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 chinka. I think I probably do if I hear anything after Save Me. How about you, Suze? I don't think I hear anything no, after it. Just no. the silence. I, the emptiness. Just, yeah. <laughs> just my own horrible thoughts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've finished listening to Queen. I have to face up to myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I'm still here, it turns out. <laughs> I say, now I'm here. <laughs> um, awesome. Well... Uh, in the next episode, we will be moving on to side B of this magnificent uh, compilation album with Crazy Little Thing Called Love. So, until then, please email us, queenpod at thequeenpodcast.com. It's the best way to communicate with us, I reckon. Uh, but you can also comment at the Queen Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're all over that. Uh, we've got patreon.com at que- uh, forward slash queenpod where you can go and get some treats, which is lovely. Um, and we've also got a, a, a listener-run Queen Pod fan page uh, on Facebook as well, fan group on Facebook, so it's worth getting involved with. Um, until then, play Queen loud and see you soon. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
thequeenpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Raise a little thing all over. Listen.